0: Personally, for me to get one of those, I just got money to spend. I'm bored. One day I see it, I'm like, you know what? I feel like that's an impulse buy. Almost every time. Are you saving up for that? What? <laughs> you saving up for a slingshot? There could be some niggas out there saving up for a first slingshot. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> think? I think it saves up for a slingshot. It saves up for a fucking a, a Mustang. No, but just like. Say a nigga wanted a motorcycle he and then motorcycle. then saw this and was like, I changed my mind. I want one of these. Yes. This would have been like the hottest Hot Wheel out nigga. These, <laughs> if this was a Hot Wheel back in the day. <laughs> they probably made a Hot Wheel like it. Let me see if there is one. Slingshot Hot Wheel. Pull that out your set. Niggas is going crazy. So Homie pulled up engines. I think mean, they got one of those. <laughs> Imagine that's somebody's first car. So they don't even got one. They <laughs> got them. Nate with that. I, don't, I haven't even seen Nate drive a regular car. He's he's a reckless driver, You gotta beware. That's the thing, bro. Driving with people in the car with motherfuckers that can't drive. Is the scariest shit ever, especially when you're in your passenger seat. Like, there was this, this chick I know. I was, we were all going to the beach. You heard a couple other people, just this a group, friend group. Mm-hmm. We hit the freeway. She's bumping her music, turning up. You know, anytime somebody's turning up while they're driving, it's cool. I, I'm turning up too, right? So she's swerving and fucking going to different lanes. Cars is honking. She's laughing. I'm like, yo. Chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Oh stop, stop being the bitch now. We're talking to her shit. I'm like, oh my god. What did I get myself into? And then we get off the freeway <laughs> and as she's making a turn onto like another highway off the freeway ramp. Mm-hmm. The car just stops. Car just shuts down. Steering wheel locks. What? <laughs> right? And and what happens? We end up just like drifting and gliding into the barrier. That, that would protect you from falling off the whole damn ramp. This was you and who? I, mean, I ain't going to say no names. But just... <laughs> but, yes, this was some bullshit. And, nigga, and the, the craziest part, I was thinking, like, man, if that, that barrier wasn't there, we would have just went off the cliff casually. Casually? Hardly, casually fell to your neck. Casually deck. just fell to the neck. <laughs> you were on the highway. We was on the highway getting off, man. But going on to another one. So it was like, it was a ramp. Street below. Street below. We would have just it wouldn't have been a fault, like a crazy fall. We would have probably tumbled down the hill a little bit, but could do that in a slingshot. That's it. Oh no, that's you done. That's, that's it. Helmet or not, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly. over. Hell be saving you. But yeah, man, I just I can't I can't be in the car with drivers that can't drive. Like I I can barely fall asleep in the car with someone that's a good driver on the long drive. Well, welcome back to Your 45, a podcast about nothing. What is this walling <laughs> out? As y'all know, I don't do this shit. This motherfucker does. But today, he passed on the torch. And that's that. That's that. That's that. That's that. Oh. Anyway, man. So I got something to, to, to tell you, and you're gonna be looking at me some type of way probably, because I was always bashing this shit. Or at least every time you bring up this type of conversation, I I'd be like, "Nigga, shh, that's some high school shit, nigga." No. So recently, and this is uncharacteristic of me, but recently I got into that show Love Island. You know? <laughs> what the fuck (laughs) okay so i told this nigga about this show maybe a couple weeks ago and this nigga was like that's that shit that you be watching (laughs) you be be watching that like romance shit that's the shit you like i was talking so much shit (laughs) but go ahead so much shit but the thing is like a lot of people have told me about this show from different Different avenues, man. There's different types of people have brought this show to my attention. Mm-hmm. Before you even told me about it, the homie that I used to be in the military with, uh-huh. he got invited, he got casted to be on the American one. Yeah, he got casted to be on the show. You're going to have to talk to me about this all <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> but he got casted to be on the show, uh-huh. the American version. And he put in a request because we're still technically in the military. All right, I feel like I already know who it is, but go ahead. He put in a request to you. Don't know. Him. Okay, I thought uh, like maybe you do, maybe you don't. He put in a request to 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 go, and mm-hmm. they denied the fuck out of that shit. It was like, nigga, you about to go on TV, and make us look stupid? Like, what the fuck? Because they, they would say that right away on that show that he's baby, right? You <laughs> would make the whole baby look bad, right? So no. But for those who don't know about the show Love Island, it's a reality TV show that's about. Romance, dating. So mainly, it's a UK show. I'm pretty sure it started off as a UK show, but America incorporated their version of their own. Right. And how it works is, so you have contestants. You have female and male contestants. So you got, for example, five female contestants, right? A dude comes, this is how it starts. A dude, one guy comes in. Mm -hmm. And when he comes up to the plate, the females that are there waiting, the five females there waiting, can decide if they're attracted to him or not. So they could choose to step forward and be like, I'm, I'm interested in you. And then, or they could choose to just chill back. Right. Him. So now, deciding depending on what the girls do, if they choose him or not, he can choose whatever girl he wants to be paired up with. Regardless if they are interested in him or not. Exactly, regardless. And regardless if they already got a dude that picked them previously right, or not. So there's a lot of treachery in this show, man. A lot of shit can happen, and they get recoupled. Is it once a week? Maybe. No, it's like every every like three or four episodes. Every three or four episodes, there's a recoupling where either the women will be in power of who decides who they want to be paired up with, or the male. And then how they do it is that they'll bring. It's always an odd number of people in there, so mm-hmm. that there's always a sense of urgency from either sex and this is interesting man like it's a it's a trip so i finally started the show right mm-hmm. before i started it i wanted to see what's the best season because you know me i'm not a reality tv nigga like i used to watch reality tv back in the day like when i was in high school right You know, like real world and all that shit like, I, just, mm-hmm. I just don't fuck with reality tv what season did you watch though so i'm getting to that so i i researched mm-hmm. Um, the seasons to see what was the best. Mm-hmm. And the best were two and three, so I started on two. Two and three? According to the forums and the internet. You talking about UK? or Yeah, UK. UK oh, okay, I, okay. I felt like also American. I don't know, I just felt like I, I was more interested to, to, to see the UK version. The original? Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, you know, like I don't know, bro. The cultural difference I feel like was also going to be intriguing to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brits You know we've been around Brits From living in Europe Right Niggas got mixed emotions When it comes to the Brits But you know how reckless And how wild they can get (laughs) (laughs) So I was just more intrigued By the UK version of it Right And I know America Like they gotta hold back When it comes to TV They can't be as As crazy Like for example They couldn't I've never seen the American one Right But I'm assuming They couldn't be like They couldn't say nigga On the show they say it on the UK version? No, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what But the UK motherfuckers don't even say nigga like that. You know? But I'm just saying, like, they they wouldn't allow someone to say nigga like that. Uh-huh. And I just feel like they would they would make it seem like, yeah, they can say whatever they want, they can act however they want, but in reality, no. They gotta be a certain one. Whereas UK, I feel like they're just more open. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Again. I'm I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, I thought you watched the American version. I thought no, it was about the no, part no, part no. Part. So I mean, but we can talk about the differences. You know, I'm not tripping. Mm-hmm. So started the UK one, right? Second season, and off the rip. You know, I'm automatically intrigued just by the concept alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and then like each dude is like, I don't know if it's the same for American one, but each dude is kind of like a generic. Buff, yeah. The like body the body types are all the same. Captain America looking motherfuckers. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, they had me feel like some type of way. Like, I, I, I'm fit, I feel like I, I'm well. They're not like super sane on the American version. Not every no? nigga is super sane. Oh, you can't but every nigga is super sane. Every nigga is fit, it's just like the females. Every female has like a sports illustrated type of look, yeah. But not every nigga is swole on the American version, okay. Oh. <laughs> <You can't? laughs> All these niggas are swole. Mm. All these niggas like pretty boy swole niggas. Okay. So I have you feeling like, damn, like i the gym, bro. Like right. I already feel solid, but it just inspired me to just go crazy. You know, be right. super sane.
1: Mm. And then the
0: females, they're I, I, you know, like you know me, I'm not really into British girls like that. Like they're just that accent sometimes is hard to get over. Like, right. It's just and motherfuckers be like, Oh, you don't like the British accent? Oh, it's cute, it's cute, it's sexy, I like it. Y'all talking about like movies, right? When y'all when y'all hearing these actors in movies talk, yeah, that shit sounds intriguing. But meet some actual Brits, that shit is hard, bro. It's hard to deal with. So the females were I right. mm-hmm. they were I right. One really caught my attention, Myalin. If you listen to this, Myalin. You said Myalin. She's like a, like a Persian, Persian. Swedish. That's how you say it too. Mylan, yeah. M a l i n. So, like,
1: nice, man.
0: I've seen both seasons of the American version, right? Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen the UK version because of how I feel about the accent thing, I guess. Like, it's it can just be too much sometimes for me. I feel it. Yeah. I, I feel it 100%. But I think you should give it a go. Because people, I know that I've watched both, mm-hmm. the UK version is better. I'll probably give it a chance because I finished... The, the US one already. Right. Check it out. You know how Brits hmm. just got no filter. Right. And, and then, like, some of their slang is hilarious. Huh? Are there a lot of black dudes on the UK version? So, the season I'm watching, there was one. One like, throughout there the was whole thing? one, like, because people keep coming in and out, you know? Right, right. But there was one black dude that's not even really black, in my opinion. He's like an unknown. You know those motherfuckers that. He's mixed. They just. But I can't tell if he's black or not. You know those people that, like, when you look at them, you don't even know what the hell they are? You're just going to say they're mixed with black or something? He didn't say it, though? He didn't, like... how oh, is he going to say it. They're UK. They're British. They're not American. So they're not even looking at, like, color like that. They're not but looking at it like that. I would just feel like that would be something that would come up when you're, like, getting to know somebody. You would ask them, what's <laughs> just, your ethnicity? Maybe it was said, and they just didn't show it um, on TV, but that nigga I don't know what he is that I, I is, really I would just have to show you a photo he's an unknown archetype he's unknown archetype okay right. so, I was kind of hurt by that I expected to see more black people on there. Mm-hmm. and then me you know like I put myself in that situation when, when I watch reality TV I feel like everybody does that. They, Right. they kind of put themselves in that in there and be like you know I would do this I would do that blah 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 right and I know I would dominate on that show man. but at the same time I don't know if I would <laughs> I don't know if I would hit it like actually trying to find love or play the game. See, I see a diabolical. Man. See, this is why you're not getting casted. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're not getting casted. Why do you say that? Because you got to be, or at least up here, like you actually trying to find love on there. I I mean, if I see a shawty that you know gives me that that type of feel, mm-hmm. then yeah, of course, right. But at the same time, it is a game. So like It's a social experiment. Man. On the UK version, are they like do they play the game or do they like find somebody they like and kinda of stay attached and don't really like shop around? So there's there's strong couples mm-hmm. that have been matched up. So in season two, the one I watched, there's two couples. So if you're gonna watch it, I'm not gonna give the names, but you'll just, you know, we'll see as you go. But there's two, and I don't want to give spoilers for people, but there's two couples that, at the point I'm at, at least, they've been mm-hmm. together since the beginning. Right. I'm shocked, but I feel, one of them, I'm shocked. The other ones, I'm like, they're meant for each other. Right. <clears throat> then there's other couples that treachery happened, you know? We thought they was, they was good for a minute, and mm-hmm. then one nigga came in and just swooped. The whole thing changed. Like, the whole thing changed. And that's happened to a lot of people. But... Most of the people on the UK version, mm-hmm. I feel like are genuinely looking for love. I feel like there's no, like, I just want to, I'm just trying to avoid it, stay to the end, or I'm just trying to, get it. they all feel, seem genuine. I feel um, like on the American version, for the most part, it's like that, too. Right. Yeah. I feel like most people that get casted on that really want to find some shit, you know? So, yeah. That's cool, you know? No, no, no. Don't disrespect, no, no shit thrown that way, but me mm-hmm. personally. If I was matched up with a chick, I'm not. I know I'm not going to be ending up with But, like, so say you're one of the first five guys, right? And out of the five girls available, oh uh, no, let's say you're the last nigga to walk in. <laughs> you're the last nigga <laughs> of, of to walk the, of in. the first group or at the end? No, of the, of the first five guys. Okay. Yeah. Right. And this would be hard. And you're attracted to, of the five, you're attracted to two, because I feel like that's fair. And they're taken? And let's say one is available, but the one that you're more attracted to is taken, right? Mm -hmm. First, I'm going to ask you what your play is. Are you going to go with the available one? Are you going to ruffle some feathers? So, how many females stepped up to say that they're interested in you? Let's say three. Of the three, how many are taken? All of them this too. yeah. there's only one one you're the last nigga yeah so there's only one female so female. the one that's available stepped up just cause I feel like she's gonna she's gonna have to step up well that's how you feel <laughs> that's <laughs> how I'm gonna take it okay so then the other two step up right that have dudes and I'm attracted to the one I really want stepped up for me or she didn't <sighs> well I feel like if she stepped up for you that makes it too easy that's so let's say easy. she didn't but that's who you want visually off first off first first look first look and that's the part that like makes it tough man cuz there was a girl before I answered there was a girl in season 2 that first first view I probably would have picked her mm-hmm. but that wouldn't have been good for me right so me personally I'm in the situation out of the three that step up, I'm choosing one of the three that step up. I'm not going to choose old girl. Even if I want her and she's, she's laid back, I'm just going to be like, unless she's looking at me and she looks like she wants to step up, but she doesn't want to hurt her voice feelings. Mm-hmm. If she's looking like that, I'm picking her for sure. Right. For sure. But say she do not even want to look at me. Oh, that would hurt. <laughs> that would hurt. I don't even know I would pick the most shy one out of the three. What? The most shy. The one that comes off the most shy, but still cute. Nigga, what kind of answer is that? <laughs> <laughs> what? You can tell from body language. The one that's going to seem not as, like, out there. You know what I'm saying? It seems like she's more like a, I don't want to say a goodie girl, but like a down to earth. Okay. Just off the looks. That's what I mean by the shy. Uh-huh. I would go with her. Okay. <laughs> you. Same situation. Same situation. If I go on this show, I am doing the best for me regardless, nigga, because I'm on this show. So I'm going after who I want as soon as I walk in, whether she's with a nigga or not. I'm going. (laughs) Yes, nigga. (laughs) I'm shooting, nigga. (laughs) Whether she likes you or not. If she didn't step up, but that's who I am attracted to, Mm -hmm. that's who I'm going for. I see. I see. If I got to the point to where I'm going on here, nigga, like, you know, I'm like, I'm not trying to waste nobody's time. I'm here for me and me only. I would get to that point, but I don't think I would be like that right in the beginning. Right. Because I would be trying to test the waters. Yeah. Because you're definitely going to get labeled. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to so, get So labeled. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm 41% what you're saying. I stand mm-hmm. by that shit, but I just don't think I would have that mindset right from jump. mm mm-hmm. you never never know. So, different scenario. Say you come in midway, midway. I don't know. I haven't seen your... Did you finish your season? No. There's a lot of fucking episodes, man. Okay, so, like, in one of the American seasons, the most recent one, right, there's a part where it's, like, halfway through the, the series where the girls stay in the... In the villa or whatever it's called, the living area that they're in, right. and they send the guys somewhere else to another living area, mm-hmm. and then new guys come in to where the girls are at, and new girls come in to where the. I heard about this. So say you're one of the new guys that come into one of that, one of those scenarios. I'm just a new guy at the female villa. Yeah, new I'm dying. What the hell? You shoot? Oh, it's the club. <laughs> it's Friday night. All right. <laughs> oh, shooting. There's no. Yeah. This... I don't know shit. I don't care about it. Right, because you don't even... Yeah. No, but when they... Oh, yeah, they, they see. They see. Yeah. They do see. They do see beforehand how how they've been. Right. Still, I'm, just, I'm about to pull a jack move on somebody. Because at that point, if you're coming in and you're not part of the original five. You automatically have to take some of these females. Right, because everybody has somebody. Automatic. And it's to me, I think that's the most interesting part of the show. Because... You're literally thrown in like a cage, and you gotta fight for survival. You know, you gotta. If you're not comfortable taking another dude's female, you gotta come out of that shell. If you're not a person that's a shooter, you gotta come out of that shell and become a shooter. Mm-hmm. It's just you're forced to become something. Forced to become something so much, but you're forced to do something that you may not do normally. Yeah, you just wouldn't. You just wouldn't. You know so that that part to me is, is interesting seeing how people different people react in that situation and that has me thinking like damn how would I be would I really be like thirst level crazy like the thirstiest I've ever been mm-hmm. or would I try to play it cool like how would I approach that shit but there is also an element that's like that you don't really know how you act because like I've never had a mic attached to me 24 7 and cameras everywhere Like I know so it's like With that part in the back of your head. I'm sure that there's like a, I don't know if I would you embarrass yourself. You don't want to embarrass yourself, and I don't know if I would second guess my moves because of the scenario. You can't. I guess you gotta stay true to whatever. <laughs> whatever to your true self. You yeah. Whatever you do. But that's. I mean, that, that's it. I don't want to dwell on this. I, I don't want to have a whole episode about love, I mean, but. I I knew you would feel some type of way <laughs> about you watching it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good show, man. For those who ain't seen it, like I, I recommend checking it out. Like, I'm, I'm not a reality TV person, and I fuck with it. You know, it's cool. I'm gonna sign you up for the casting. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Let's let's kick off this is final worthy segment. You know, I know the people is waiting. Huh. All right, so. Well, For Vinyl Worthy this week, we got Burden of Proof, Benny the Butch, and Party Pack, Party Next Door. I guess we start this off with uh, Burden of Proof. Benny the Butcher, man, uh, member of Griselda. Crazy, 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 crazy. We've, well, this is like the third time now maybe we're talking about a Griselda member on this fucking It's been a, a lot of times. Griselda is 2020, this is their year, bro. Griselda is on, and they're getting more and more popular. Like, shit is crazy. This album, I did not see coming. Well, I was saying I didn't see coming, but I didn't anticipate it dropping. This This soon? Yeah, this soon. I like it, man. I like it. Features, I was taken away by some of the features.
1: Like who? The exact,
0: the little Wayne and the Big Sean. No, Big Sean. Why? I just didn't see Big Sean being on any of these niggas' projects. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, Big Sean, I'm sure he fucks with these niggas. But yeah. then, what the conclusion I came to, Hip Boy produced a lot of the, the tracks on this. Yeah. So I'm sure Benny and Sean were in the studio together with Hitboy. Boy. So they are mm-hmm. probably just in the studio around the same time. I was like, nigga, fuck it. Let's run it, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of what happened. But uh, I like the album. I feel like he tells a good story throughout the album. Kind of like Just where he's from, what he's been through in his life, adversity he's gone through, this rap shit, how he views this rap shit, just separating himself from other niggas that are doing this shit just to get hits, you know? Right. Like, like he has has good substance when it comes to a lot of the songs, so I fuck with that. And there's not too much to say, man. It's a slapper. Mm. And then I'm going to say, out of the three, West Side Guns album, Pray for Paris. That nigga puts out so much shit. But I feel like Pray for Paris is the actual like album. Mm-hmm. Right? So out of Pray for Paris, Burden the Proof, and Conway the Machines album, I think it's called like, Last King or something like that. Yeah. The best one to me is Westside Gun shit. And then the second one is Conway shit. And then the third one. What? Yeah. And then the th- I like. I love that Conway album, bro. I love oh, that nigga. one, bro. Damn, nigga. I Damn, nigga. It. I fucks with it. And Burden the Proof to me is the last one. This is still recent. We'll see how it ages to compare the rest of them. But out of the three Griselda artists, mm-hmm. which is a fourth one, though, but he hasn't dropped a yet. Boldy James. Boldy. Uh, he hasn't uh, dropped an official Griselda member tape yet, or album. But yeah, his style across the board. Your take is completely different from my take. <laughs> completely different. Right. But, you know, these niggas have different tastes. It's, this segment shows frequently. I agree that Benny did a good job of taking you into like his world and how he sees rap and how he sees like his generation of rappers compared to the new age of rappers right now. I think it's, it's a solid rap album, old school type vibes. I think it's a great project, man. And personally, I, well, before I give it my rating, I want to send you a couple of my favorite songs Timeless is a great one for sure Legend Burden of Proof I like how it starts the album off too I really wasn't mad at any of the features really either Ross the song with Rose was kind of short though yeah, it was a little like quick it, yeah it's still a good song there's um, no song I dislike on the album I agree and for that reason I feel like I gotta give this one a vinyl bro oh mm. uh, oh mm. <laughs> okay, I wasn't expecting that. Like, I, on first listen, I wasn't thinking that. Right. But after second, I was like, man, this shit is, this is actually happening. hit way harder than what I was originally thinking. I, so. I wish we got a Dom verse. Dom Kennedy was another surprising feature. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting but that. And I either. think that's the same thing with the Hit Boy shit. These niggas was just in the studio together. Right. But, I mean, uh, Hit Boy producers is going to be hard to... if. The artist is talented and Hit-Boy is producing. It's going to be hard to not. you know. Exactly. Uh, Hit-Boy produced, what, like five, six songs out of this damn album? Yeah. Hit-Boy, he's been on, on his shit this year it's, for sure. too. Yeah. So that that's my take on Burden of Proof. Now, switching to Party Pack, for those of you who don't know. This is a lot. This is not new music. <laughs> 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 a lot of these songs are old. Yeah. Very old from uh, various points of, in uh, Party's catalog. Right. For me, the first five songs are some of Party's essential tracks. Right. The last two are cool, but not really like his best work, in my opinion. Yeah. I thought it was funny how Keilani Freestyle is now in <laughs> such. But <laughs> well, that was the most hilarious thing I, when i seen the <laughs> track i was like things and such what is that yeah and then i heard it i was like oh this nigga <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the alternate title <laughs> i'm glad it's finally on stream yeah so if i had to rate this <laughs> I, I don't i mean i guess it's a a strong slapper i me. Mean, I, I, I don't yeah i don't know what do you, what do you think so, I, I'm the same. It's a strong slapper. It, it, it would have been better if he was able to get like colors. Because I don't mm. think colors is on streaming platforms, right? No. So, if he would have added colors to this track list, right? Oh, man, it would be vinyl. If he was able to put all his dope tracks that were on like mixtape or just like singles mm-hmm. into the party pack, all his unreleased shit, it would be vinyl 100%. But he didn't do that, so you know, it's a strong cycle. But at the end of the day, two, no, three of my favorite Party Next Door songs are on this shit. Bro. Persian Rugs. Let me tell you something. Persian fucking Rugs.
1: Persian, Persian Rugs
0: is a, is a classic. Look, the name alone. <laughs> <laughs> the name alone, you know it's gonna be a bedroom banger. And then when you hear the beat start, like it's Niggas have been rocking with Persian rugs from the dawn of time. It feels like so, <laughs> from the dawn of time. I could. I. I want to say I lost my virginity to that song, but I didn't. I, it's, it's that good of a song, so it just feels like. It. It oh, just you, feels like or you it. want it to be that way. <laughs> I want that to be the narrative, <laughs> but so that's a great song, right? Right. And then West District. West District is one of my all-time favorite party next door songs. It's definitely one of his. It's best. one of those songs where, like, I, I picture this. I picture myself. Driving solo in the night, right? Pull mm-hmm. over, get out the car, it's a strip club. My niggas is there. Whoa. I, I, I walk in. <laughs> I walk in, right? As I'm walking through the strip club, it's like that scene from Belly, the opening scene when niggas is just walking. Uh-huh. It's, it's that. I picture that, and West District's playing in the background. I sit down, just, you know, tables. Strippers dancing in front of me just for me. Message. She don't touch mm-hmm. me. Nothing, nothing is touched. She just she dances for me. Mm-hmm. Like the drink in my hand, I'm feeling myself. So that's your music video for West District. That's my music video for West District. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those songs where I just feel like it's made for... It's an R&B song. I don't want to call myself a real nigga, but because I feel like you just don't have to call yourself that. You are. Right. But it's a song for niggas, man. Mm-hmm. It's an R&B song for niggas, bro. And I fuck with a heavy, so that and then the things and such, which is originally Kehlani's freestyle, is another great song of mine, man. Right. I started listening to Kehlani because of that song, (laughs) (laughs) so people gotta understand, like. And that song is for Kehlani. For those who don't know, are just now hearing it for the first time. Right. And that was always a a good song, just for uh, you know whatever thing you're messing with at the time, for how you feel about that. So those three songs alone make it a strong slapper. The the rest of the songs on there are low key, just throwaways. Like the song with Nipsey, Candy, like that's a good song, but it's nigga, that shit has been played so many times back in the day. and It's kind of like, uh, it's it's still a great song. It's still great, but it doesn't hit like the other ones. All these Mm. songs are old, but it doesn't hit like the other ones. Like if you would have had the song with Travis, just know, Mm -hmm. don't worry. So for those who ain't heard "Party Next Door" coming, and like in the big party fans, check it out. Let's get married, girl from Oakland. Just know with Travis Scott don't worry with we'll cash out. Those four songs are bangers. Mm-hmm. If you would have added that to the party pack, it'd be vinyl for me. It'd be vinyl. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. would be that would be tough to beat. It would be vinyl for me with those four songs. Very tough to beat. Because people have heard colors too. That one's on the platform. Yeah. Colors one is and it's better than colors two, colors yeah, that's that's tough to say, but <laughs> <laughs> Well that's my take on that. You you got anything else for me? Just some OVO artists. Since we all talking about OVO, kind of. Right. I want Majid Jordan to drop some, either a pack or something, nigga. Drop something, Majid Jordan. Drop fucking something. Bro. Those niggas are so slept on. It's crazy. But yeah, moving on. I got. I started. I would not say I started, but I've been doing this shit. But it's just interesting, you know. Dating, dating in Corona. Mm-hmm. Right. Something happened to me recently that I. What does it tell you about? But if you know, i just showing right now, it's a better time to tell you. Right. I was this chick, I've been talking to, stopped talking to her, right? And uh, recently rekindled the flame in a way. And we we're going to meet up. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> and, and it has me feeling like, what the, I don't even know what to take this as. But a day before we're supposed to meet up, she just came back from a trip from vacation. Right. She says she thinks she may have coronavirus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes <laughs> and she getting tested so she's gonna find out for sure but it had me look like I have to look at myself in the mirror and be like what's your play here bro like what, what do you want this that bad and what was your what did you decide I'm like I'm gonna let I'm gonna find out first of all the results after the results I can't jump to no conclusions you know? right But at the end of the day, just hearing that, and after I've been traveling, I've recently been traveling a lot. Right. And like around my parents too, like if you're, like we're in the age group of 21 to 29, whatever the hell, you know, this younger, younger generation. Right. So we don't really talk about kimono a lot. Like when it comes to like moves we're making on the daily. The older generation, just being around my parents, they talk about that shit constantly. Like it just happened yesterday for me. Right. You know? So being also around that recently and then getting hit with this news, mm-hmm. it's like, how can I not take this serious? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just had me feeling like, should I continue this and try to meet up with her if she doesn't have it? Because if she does have it, for sure, I'm just deuces. But what's the play? What would you give? If a chick I was talking to and supposed to meet up with told me yeah. the day before that <laughs> she like, think she has like Y'all are supposed to kick it when she came back from a trip. Mm-hmm. She comes back from her trip, and, you know, and how soon is the meetup? The meetup was supposed to be the next day. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is the—I don't want to say like the stereotype, but like the the thing attached with me that I got to know the whole situation. But I got to do it. Got to know the whole situation. I got to know the whole situation. So as far as how flexible boy am I? Am am I? If like she. Say she does have COVID. Right. Am I going to be hurting? As in, like, I don't have any other options, is what it's Oh, not. no, you got other options. You're not pressed for it. Mm-hmm. It's not die hard. You know what I'm saying? You could just switch up. But at the end of the day, like, because y'all talked in the past and we're going to meet up, but didn't. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, it just restarted. Mm-hmm. And now you guys were supposed to meet up, and this happens. How are you taking this? Is this like a sign that, okay, I shouldn't do it? Or is it a sign of like, how bad do you want it? I would ask her about her symptoms first. Right. Just try to get an idea. Oh, She doesn't feel good. She, she's convinced she got it. Well, I guess it ain't meant to be. It's <laughs> 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 like, this is my honest answer. No, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Because look, it's a pandemic out here. It's a fucking pandemic, and I I only realize it in certain certain situations sometimes because I've just been living my life. Not say, like I've gotten used to wearing the mask mm-hmm. like that is just that's normal. It doesn't feel like I'm wearing a mask because of COVID. It just feels like I'm wearing a mask just because like, I right. need to go here. I need to go there. Right. So like I said, I just I really don't be thinking about it. And then like I live in San Diego right now. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers that have been to San Diego they. People are living their life so carefree out there. They are not like shit, you know. Whenever you live by the beach, people are just naturally happy as fuck. So they don't right. let something like COVID bring them down. This is true. San Diego people are very really happy. <laughs> yes. So I just forget sometimes that we're living in a pandemic. So when I hear this type of news, it's like, ooh. I don't know what my my move is gonna be. I'm not gonna say what my move is gonna be right here because that's gonna this <laughs> is not gonna be a good look, right? <laughs> But it's just something that I've been thinking about I wanted to tell you about it. Okay, well, I hope you make the right decision. Me too. <laughs> I do the right thing. Me too. So, I don't know if you've seen recently. Yeah. But, or I don't even know if you're still a fan <laughs> of this player. Because right. I know you used to be a fan of the Wizards. John Wall. John Wall. He was on ESPN recently on Monday Tailgate, I believe. And I watched this live, his interview. Right. Right. John Wall was talking about how he's a fan of the Cowboys and about him coming back 110% healthy next season. Mm-hmm. But during the interview, he seemed very disinterested. It seemed like he was doing something else. Right. And then in the latter part of the interview, John Wall puts cards up to where you can see him in the camera and shows that he's playing spades during the interview. Wait, where is this interview taking place? he's at his house so somebody's interviewing him he's no it's like zoom yeah oh okay Okay. yeah it's like Uh. zoom so he's barely paying attention and then later you find out that he was playing cards the entire time right and this is like an espn on espn ESPN. i think he hasn't played basketball professionally for like two years it's been a long time two three years that nigga is lazy as shit right now. Rich as fuck, lazy as shit. I just wanted to uh, just hear your perspective as someone who I was mean, a fan. I mean, I've always, I still am a fan of John mm-hmm. I've always been a fan. You know, when it comes to two K, he's my favorite two K player. Right. I've done so much damage with that nigga. You know, he's like what his his archetype be he's be like a two way. Two way shot. Wow. Slashing shot. Yeah, that's probably accurate. That's accurate. So like he. He, in my eyes, when it comes to 2K, he's the GOAT. Mm. <laughs> he's a, a very um dope player. And I don't know, bro. I don't really know too much about his personality, so it's kind of hard to say. Like, right. Like, I can't remember how he would carry himself because it's been so long in front of the camera. I really mm. can't remember how he would be on the interview. Because at the end of the day, I wouldn't watch Wizards games a lot. I would watch them if they are playing a good team right. if they made the playoffs, but I wasn't watching those games constantly. It was literally just like a 2K team. Game. Right. So, hearing him wild out like this, what can you say? Like, he's been shut. I just found out today that this nigga Luan Dang is still collecting a check from the Lakers. Yeah. What the fuck? I heard that. <laughs> like, what? And he's still owed a check until 2022. Like, that shit is insane to me. Some of these NBA players really finesse their way out of the NBA. Right. And just while they're in the NBA, they're just finesse. They're not looking at it like, I want a chip, chip or, or nothing. Mm-hmm. They don't give a damn, bro. They making bread. They cooling. Like, what is a regular day for a professional athlete that's not playing in a sport? Like that? that's injured or that's been on a continuously long period of time away from the sport. Hmm. What would you think the regular day? And they're not injured, or they are injured. Let's just go injury because he he's recovered from injury. That nigga's recovered. Okay, so recovered from an injury. He's chilling. He's doing whatever he wanted to. Whatever the fuck, like Durant. You went to Brooklyn. I'm pretty sure he's healthy. He just didn't want to play mm. the playoffs. He's chilling. Big what chill. Kyrie. Kyrie's chilling. <laughs> Kyrie can start a podcast if he wants. <laughs> I don't know, dog. They, they they really ain't got. I ain't surprised. Let's just say that. Mm. him doing that. I'm not surprised. And I'm not gonna look at him or thinking of him as anything. I was I was shocked. Oh. I was like, wow. Just because I didn't, I was watching live and I didn't see it coming. I was like, he's, so while I'm watching, I was thinking like, damn, he's really like not interested in anything that those niggas are talking about. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, and then, <laughs> and then when he showed the cards, bro, I was dead. I was like, man, yeah, this nigga, I got a good head, right? <laughs> he really didn't give no fucks. Thinking like from the from the interviewer's perspective, right? Like that's he disrespected you to the max. Like just he wouldn't do that shit. If he was talking to Shaq or one of those niggas, or he was on all the smoke. I'm sure he wouldn't do that. No, he probably wouldn't. But if he would, <laughs> see if you told me the story and he did that to one of them, mm-hmm. that would have been. Crazy that's too. when I would you'd get a reaction out of him, like a, a true true. But I'm pretty sure those niggas. If he tried to do that on NBA on. Or inside the NBA or all the smoke. Yeah. Charles would say something or Steven well, would, would say call something. call him out right yeah. then and there. Yeah, for sure. And he knows yeah. that. Like, was the person interviewing him with the black? No. were white? Yeah. And he probably just felt he could get away with that shit. He's John Wall. John Wall. It's time to wrap it up, huh? Time to wrap it up, yo. Wrap it up, Box. Well, it's been a pleasure, y'all. This is another one for the books, you know, for the catalog. Check it out if y'all—it's the first episode y'all tuning in. We got a bunch of shit man. lined up, fully equipped. Tag out. And that was the pause. We all think, what the fuck are we waiting for? But we go.